Okay, welcome to the show today. Guys, we are coming up on our 100th episode. I have no idea what I'm going to do. You know, if it's a 100th dive and I follow that protocol, I think I'm supposed to do it naked. I don't think I'm going to go there with this. I don't know what I'm going to do for the 100th episode. I thought about bringing some guests on from the past. I thought about doing a review session. I don't know. I may just let it go kind of unceremoniously. And just post some content. Maybe I'll talk about who I am a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Today, though, we're talking about the boater safety course. I just went through the boater safety course with Canyon County. Jason Roberts, who is one of my divers, I've taught him how to dive and have worked with him getting ready to be a public safety diver. It's an experience I've really enjoyed because it takes me back to when I was doing public safety diving. That's still an element that I enjoy. I love doing search recoveries. I don't do bodies. I'll teach how to do a bodies, but I don't do bodies. I've been out on a couple of those, not really what where my heart is at I love finding evidence I mean I really really dig finding stuff somebody thought that they were going to get away with a crime and I'm able to use my diving expertise to foil that I dig that I also just love finding cool stuff but Jason Roberts invited me out to do the boater safety course for the state of Idaho. Now, by the way, it's not a legal requirement. I really wish it was. The more I, the more time I spend out on the lakes and I'm surrounded by idiots on boats, idiot may be unfair to say. People who don't know the law. Let's just put it like that. There's a lot of people who don't understand the laws. And there's people who don't care about it. They think it's just a wild, wild west. And people get hurt. People get killed. And, and people's days get disrupted because somebody has to be an asshat. So, I wanted to go for a couple of reasons. One, even though I've been on boats since I was, well, really, all my life, but really from the time I was about, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 and up, spent a lot of time on boats, water skiing, fishing, hanging out with friends, spending time with family. Boating has been a centerpiece of my life. By the way, if you hear all the chomping in the background, it's Deco staying busy. He's hit that puppy stage where he chews on everything, and right now he is gnawing on a bone. So if you hear the little bit of a in the background, that's Deco. He also likes boats. <laughs> he's like going to he's like going to town on this thing. I'm gonna have to post up a video over on Instagram so you can see. Anyway, but I've grown up my life around boats. I've been around people who are very responsible boat operators. My dad just you know, super safe and very aware of safety and consideration 
So I learned to be a very considerate boater from a very early, from a very early age. And I've also kept my vessel very safe. Life jackets, having people people wear life jackets, making sure I've got all the right safety equipment. But Jason invited me out, you know, and and I did it number one because I so I could become a better boater. But number two, after talking to Jason, this would be a great step towards my captain's license because we we're going to go over collision regs and navigation and deck safety and all the things that are part of getting that captain's license. And Jason has a Coast Guard background. He's been a boatswain's mate. He's worked the helm. He's driven large boats. He's been out on, on the seas. He's had a new navigation and charting. So I thought it'd be a great step towards that. Walking into that course, I knew I was going to learn things because, you know, you can go to any course and there's a couple different personas you can take on. You can be the prisoner. I have to be here because they said that this is what I have to do to get my, my boater safety license. Okay, if you're in the state of Oregon or a few other states, that's you have to go do that. So there's that prisoner aspect. There's the know-it-all or the professor. Been there, grew up around boats my entire life. I've been reading the coal regs. I'm taking my, my captain's license. There's nothing new I want to learn. In fact, I'm probably going to help teach the course. There's the vacationer that says, hey, ain't got nothing better else to do today. It's kind of cold outside. It's windy. I can't really get the boat out. Can't really go do any diving. I didn't want any of those personas. So I worked very hard to not having any of those personas. Instead, I walked in ready to explore. And I'm so glad I did because it was a day that was well spent learning things that I thought I knew. If you had asked me on a scale of 1 to 100, where do you think you rank as far as safe boaters? And I would have put myself at about a 95. If you asked me where my vessel was as far as being safe, I would have said 100%. I wouldn't take out a vessel that wasn't 100%. I was dead wrong. I mean, there are habits I had that not only were they wrong, but I was violating law. Discovery would have failed her inspection. Even chaining up to get out of the driveway. I was doing unsafe practices. So I gave up my Saturday. I was really glad that I gave up my Saturday to go through the boater safety course. A lot of people are asking, you know, your focus is on scuba diving and helping others find peace in the water, finding tranquility underwater. Why are you doing all this boating stuff? And it's real simple. It comes down to a couple of reasons. Number one, I want to do it. The water speaks to me. Being out on water, my brain has to see water. 
when I'm around water, I'm, I'm a much better person. The second one is getting access to better destinations. I want to get my vets out to better destinations. I want them to see other stuff. I want something that myself and other dive masters and instructors can go do for our time to explore. You know, the, the guys and gals who have grown up through Neptune, I would love to take them on an adventure to the other side of Lucky Peak or a part of Redfish or someplace up around McCall to just go explore other stuff. It's so I can offer other opportunities without having to keep eating the cost. Right now, if I want to take a few people out to go do a sunset cruise on Lucky Peak, like I did a couple of times this last year, I have to basically absorb all the cost of that. And for the past, for a majority of the past six years with Neptune, that's what I've done. And that's why I'm breaking that out of that model, is so I can, it can help me off, offset a lot of the, the costs that I have to, that I, that I have to do. It's important for me to find ways to get people access to water. It's an opportunity to open up conversations. It's an opportunity to build up trust and camaraderie. But on that, it's just so dang cool. Hey, let's go hop on a boat to go to a dive. There's nobody else really in this area that goes and does that. But man, I got to tell you, the program that Sergeant Roberts runs is outstanding. I learned things about navigation on the water and the different types of buoys, things that I had already been studying, but it finally made sense. Now Deco is squeaking in the background. Dude, hey, come on. I'm doing a podcast here. Go back to the bone. I'm getting a look. And non-compliance. Okay. So I can deal with it if you can deal with it. All right. So we talked about navigation aids on the... <laughs> Dude, hey, come on. Come here. Get your bone. Dude. Here. Let's put this away just till Dad finishes the podcast. Here, you get back on that. All right, that was a lot less invasive. Speaking of invasive, we also talked about invasive species. I'll, I'll talk about that here in a second here. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I learned about navigation on the water. And not every place in Idaho, in fact, most of the places don't have the red and green buoys, but there are places that do. There's places that I'm going to go to that has that. The Columbia River has it. I plan on diving the Columbia. I plan on diving up in northern Idaho. There are places where there's interstate commerce between Oregon and Washington and Idaho that has got navigation buoys. So learning about the different kinds of buoys that were out there, the cam buoys, the nun buoys. Understand the difference. Nun buoys are painted red. Cam buoys are painted green. The different kinds of beacons and lights. There's fixed beacons and flashing uh, beacons. Different types of sector lights. We dove deep into boater safety laws. 
you know, one of the laws that's out there, and I'm really glad my motor has it, but the, the, the kill switch, and I cannot tell you how many divers, or I'm sorry, how many boaters I've seen that never engage their emergency cutoff switch. They don't attach it to their life jacket. They don't attach it to their person. And seeing what happens, seeing videos of what happens when someone gets struck by a prop, when that boat starts going into the circle of death, I'm really glad I used mine. My older motor, the older Evinru, didn't have that. Seeing how easy it is to get tossed out of a boat. Life jackets. I grew up wearing life jackets. Everybody in the boat has a life jacket. But making sure people have those with them, not just accessible, but actually on, and how much safer of a boat that makes you. Understanding the different kind of lights. I was actually in violation of this. So my, my anchor light or my stern light is not in compliance with Coast Guard regulations. It's supposed to be 3.3 feet above my running lights. And when it's actually supposed to be displayed. Some of that I knew, but but the fact that my light's too short, I didn't realize that. The hours that you can water ski, the hours that you can jet ski, as a matter of fact, I will guarantee that just about, just about every trip I'm on Lucky Peak or Arrow Rock, jet skiers are breaking the law. Jet skiers are notorious for breaking laws out there. According to what the sheriff's department's telling me. And, and also from what I see, I see jet, jet skiers cruising around in hours of darkness. You can't see them. And putting just because you put navigation lights on a jet ski doesn't make it legal. Found that out. We went through the different statistics of boating accidents. We talked about collisions, what to do when you capsize. What to do when swamping. Now, that's one thing about Discovery is that if Discovery gets completely swamped, she's still going to be able to float. We learned about drownings. I think one of the coolest sections that we learned about was cold water immersion. So the course I was in, or the weekend seminar that I was in, 75% of the class was made up of duck hunters that were in great big heavy aluminum boats that cruise the Snake and Columbia Rivers. Jet boats, able to hit stumps and rocks and just kind of keep keep maneuvering through, right? I mean, they're rough and tumble boats. But because they're duck hunters, they did a special presentation on cold water immersion. And I was reminded of Dr. Giesbrecht's research on cold water immersion. They call him Professor Popsicle, by the way. But seeing just how quickly you can become incapacitated in the water. They talked about the one ten one rule that he has. One minute to control your breathing, 10 minutes of meaningful movement, and one hour before the onset of hypothermia. And that's in 45 degree water. 
you know, as divers, that can happen to us. We could have a boating accident, and even though we're in a wetsuit or a dry suit, or if you're in a dry suit and that thing gets flooded on impact, or how many of us will take the top off of a dry suit as we cruise around? You go into cold water, one ten, one rule. One minute to control breathing, 10 minutes of meaningful movement, one hour before the onset of hypothermia. Think of the applications that that could have in real life. Absolutely one of the best courses I've been through. I learned a lot about my own boater safety. I learned a lot about my vessel. I had a fire extinguisher on there. wasn't Coast Guard approved. I had plenty of life jackets, but I didn't have a throw line. I had navigation lights, but they're set at the wrong angles. Had an anchor light, but it's too short. I want to really encourage you to get out onto a boat and take a boater safety course. There is so much that you can learn, whether you're a boater, a kayaker, paddleboarder. It's all really, really useful. And I'm, and I'm glad that for the time I invested, it, it's going to make me a better boat captain. It's going to make me a better dive instructor. It's going to make me a better diver. Because it allows me to step into other components of someone else's world. Hey, very quickly, you're going to see out on the blog, scubarob.com, you're going to see me posting a lot of content out there. I thought it was time I take all the stuff I've been writing about survival for the past 20 plus years and survival psychology and the stuff I've been working with vets and scuba diving and mental health, it was time that I started sharing that. So I'm starting to share it out on the blog. It was stuff that was initially intended for a doctorate and then it was stuff that was intended for my book. And I just decided I want to get it out there. If I check out tomorrow, if I have some kind of an accident pulls me away from this earth, all that information is lost. So if it gives an opportunity to get a message out there, I want to do it. So I want to make sure that folks are getting an opportunity to see it. All right, that's all I got for this episode. As long as you got air, you are all right. Okay, Nico. What's up, buddy? Thanks for being. What's up, buddy? Well, here, right here. Now you don't want to chew on it. Well, during the podcast, that's all you want to do. Well, get it. Get it. Good boy. That's a good boy. You ready to go back out on the boat? Ready to go back out on the boat, buddy? Huh?
Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Rebound the boat. Let's go get it loaded up. Yeah. Let's go get it loaded up. All right, buddy. All right. Good boy.